Welcome to the Ohm Well Podcast, a place where you can sit back and relax your nervous system. My name is Emma Johnston, and I am your host. Enjoy my variety of meditations and solo casts designed to regulate your system and raise your vibration. Hello and welcome to the Get Well One Month at a Time series. This is the first month and it's called Declutter. In this episode, we're going to be talking about taking actionable steps towards decluttering your home and your life and noticing how that affects you energetically and physically. In one of my previous episodes called Why Meditate, I compare meditations to cleaning your home. If you haven't gave that one a listen, I encourage you to do so if you're thinking about starting a meditation practice. But in this episode, we're talking about the reverse, decluttering your home and noticing the effects that has on your mind and in your life. Feng Shui teaches us that clutter harbors negative energy and stagnant energy, and that our homes are an extension of our mind and of our energy as well. I put the topic declutter at the beginning of this series because... If you can think about your home, uh, think about a very dirty home, someone who has maybe been hoarding or hasn't cleaned in a really long time, and you walk into this home and they say, okay, I want you to start making it beautiful. I want it to be a place that I like to be in, but I don't want you to clean up first. How does that land for you? Does that make any sense to you? So I'm saying this because this is what we need to do in our lives so that our minds can reflect that. Our external, wo- external worlds are a reflection of our internal world. And so we must cleanse and we must clear in order to start building the foundation of a beautiful and happy place to be. Before we clean, we must begin to declutter first. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So everything in our home holds energy, and if our homes are an extension of our energy like Feng Shui teaches us, that means you're holding on to the things you have in your home energetically and emotionally as well. So say you're holding on to a bunch of things from your last home, and maybe you moved out of this home because you left a relationship that was toxic. And you still have all of these things from that home and you're holding on to them for maybe an unknown reason or maybe you just don't want to be wasteful. But whatever the reason is, you might ask yourself the question, am I ready to let go of this item emotionally and physically? And so this is an example of how the process of decluttering our homes is also a process of decluttering our minds. So I think that this example that I just brought up is sometimes the reason that people put off decluttering their homes. We start to hoard items and it's because it can be an emotional process and we don't necessarily consciously know that at the time, but there is something within us that isn't willing to even look at the items that we want to maybe declutter So this might sound a little scary now, but I don't want you to look at this as a scary thing to do or a big thing to do. Rather, looking at it from a place of healing, 
of letting go and finally finding freedom from those items and the energetic ties that they might have been holding onto you. This is why we want to pace ourselves as we move through this process this month. And so at the start of the month, so now, I encourage you to write down all of the zones in your home that you want to declutter. So that might be the junk drawer or boxes in the attic or your desk, the office. But don't just write down the whole house. That is too overwhelming and too much to do all at once. We want to break it down into practical steps. So you might pause this podcast and begin to write right now or keep on listening and do this all at the end. And so now, how much time do you want to spend at once doing this decluttering and how many times a week? So for example, you might choose one day in the week for an hour in the evening and then a couple hours on one day each weekend, depending on how much decluttering you have or that you want to achieve. And I want you to write this down as well because I want there to be a concrete time period where you can begin and end this process. This is a deep dive into your things and also into your emotions. So knowing that there is an end to it will feel a bit more uh, like you've accomplished something, but also not too overwhelming. Um, We want you to feel like you're actually getting something done just because we can get carried away during this process as well. So there's two questions I want you to continue to ask yourself as you're contemplating getting rid of something, donating, or keeping it. And the first question being, have I used this in the past year? And that's usually a pretty good indication of whether you're going to use it in the next year. You might say to yourself, oh, well, I'll definitely use it this year sometime. Trust me, (laughs) I have done this. And then the next year came around and I still had not used it. So just trying to get real with yourself, if you've not used it in the past year and you look at it every single day, then you're probably not going to use it in the next year. If it was hiding and tucked away and you forgot about it, maybe that's a different story. But just continuing to ask yourself that question. The next question is, does this bring me joy? We want the items in our home to make us joyful, to make us happy, to be useful, to be helpful. So if you're picking something up and all of a sudden you are hit with all these emotions and memories of a poor time, of a sad time, of a hard time in your life, is that something you want to hold on to and have in your field of energy, which is your home? So the two questions are, have I used this in the past year? And does this item bring me joy? And then like I just mentioned, you should have three piles, a throw in the garbage pile, a donate and a keeping pile. Just keep them very distinct, very clear. Um, You can reorganize the donating pile after, you can reorganize the keeping pile after, but just distinct three piles so that you're not tempted to make another side pile of like, eh, maybe. It's like, Every time you pick something up, you need to make the decision of keeping, donating, or throwing out. And then in the amount of time that you've carved out for yourself to declutter, you want to take for account the getting rid of or storing away these items again. So the garbage items, the items you're going to throw out, you want to throw them out immediately. You do not want that bag of 
stuff you want to get rid of just kind of lingering in your home for that night or the rest of that day go outside immediately put it in the trash it is no longer for you another process is a burning process so if there's items like photos or papers that you really don't want those are trash items and you have the ability to burn those items and this might be for more of an emotional and energetic release if you want to get a little bit deeper about that burning them is symbolic of like really getting them out of your life like you're burning those things away they do not exist they're not attached to you anymore it's just a really good ritual to release yourself from those items and then the donating items have those by your front door or wherever you are going to see them every single day and make a promise to yourself of like I'm getting rid of these after work tomorrow or on my lunch break tomorrow. Like as soon as possible, you want to get rid of these items out of your home and cleanse yourself of them. And just so that you don't procrastinate the decluttering process because it's like, oh, I'll donate these eh, and then you never really do. So during each session, that amount of time that you've carved out, you want to have that process of decluttering started and completed so everything packed up in bags at the end ready to be donated the things are thrown out and the new, the things you're going to keep are put away in their new homes or wherever it is um, we want that to feel complete like you've accomplished that se that session and you're ready to move on in the next period of time that you've carved out for the next session so let me know what you thought of this month's episode in the comments below. And if you have any questions, be sure to drop those in the comments below as well. If you are feeling called to go deeper into this work of getting well, managing your stress, increasing your joy and happiness, decreasing anxiety and depression, and you're looking for someone to be by your side to keep you accountable, help you create actionable steps that work and achieve your goals for health, wellness, and spirituality, then I encourage you to reach out to me. I will drop my email in the show notes below and I'd love to connect with you and chat about your health and wellness journey and see how my six-month coaching program, Bloom From Within, might be able to help you. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the Own Well podcast. My name is Emma Johnston. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you next month. If you are interested in diving into your healing right now, I invite you to join me on October 23rd, 24th, and 25th from 7 to 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time for my new workshop, Yoga and the Nervous System. In this workshop, you will learn the nervous system basics, what dysregulates the nervous system, how to re-regulate your system, where emotions get stuck in the body, you'll learn gentle trauma release, healing with nature, you'll learn herbs, foods, and supplements, all for the nervous system. And then you'll also get to practice three powerful trauma-informed practices that have been extremely profound for me on my healing journey. And after teaching hundreds of hours of yoga, I have watched this be very transformative for many clients of mine. The first practice is a conscious breath work for deep release. You'll release trapped emotions, stagnant energy, and this is a gentle trauma release. The next one is a restorative yoga and yoga nidra meditation. 
you'll fall into the deepest relaxation you've experienced in a long time, the kind of relaxation that heals mind, body, and spirit. And lastly, on the third evening, you'll practice an inner child meditation and somatic release. This practice is designed to allow you to connect with your inner child. As emotions, memories, and sensations come up, you will be guided to intuitively nurture your physical body by moving, breathing, stretching, or rolling out anything that needs to be released or wants to be released. So if this sounds interesting to you, I invite you to go down to the show notes and find the link, Yoga and the Nervous System, to sign up. And we'll see you then.